Okay, we're going to do now Parshas Nosei Rishen. I want to just um, um, uh, clear up a few things in the previous Parsha. Um, this Parsha begins to talk about the middle of the um, counting of the, diff- the three sons of, uh, of Levi for the different tasks that they would do. They counted them from 30 to 50 years old uh, by their strength that they had uh, to... Um, uh, as Rashi says, between 30 is the time that the person is at his prime strength, and by the time he gets 50, he already starts, after 50, he starts to deteriorate it. So they counted, they need to know the people, the strong people that can carry, so they counted them from three, 30 to 50. Uh, so we're going to continue talking about the counting over here uh, of the Bnei Gershim. So first we start with the Kohos. Get, the order of the family was Gershom, Kosom, Merori. Gershom was the oldest, Kosom, Merori. The first time they were counted in Pashas by Midbar, Miben Chodesh, from one month till an up of Milo. Of them, they were counted in the order of Gershom, Kosom, Merori, because the uh, order of their age. But over here, when it came to carrying the the, uh, the, the vessels of the Mishkan and the different uh, jobs, over there they were car- counted in order of importance. Uh, the Bnei Kohos, they carried the most holiest of the um, of the Mishkan. They carried the, the Arin and the, the Kalim of the Mishkan and the Mizbeches. So that was the most important part. So that's why they're counted first. And today we're going to start a little reading about Nosirej uh, Bnei Gesher. Come, hey, also count them. The thing that wasn't so clear by me uh, is how this counting was done. We know we learned in Pashas Kisisa that whenever you count Yidin, you have to count them with a machetzis shekel because you can't count people individually, right? So, uh, So how did this counting of these Levim work? For that matter, I'm not clear, it doesn't say anything in the Torah, like starting with the counting of all the Yidin in the beginning of Parshish Bamidbar, right? It doesn't say that they each brought a machetzis shekel we don't read that. Then the question would also be, what did they do with the machetzis shekel if all the Yidin counted were counted, they had to give a machzah shekel, and then we counted the half shekels, as we read in the parishes of Kisisa before, where they were done. Same thing would be like the question, the first time that Rashi mentioned they were counted in the time when they went out of Mitzrayim, over there also doesn't say, it says it was Sheshish, that it was like 600,000 people, that was the first time counted. We don't know that they were, that was even prior to Hashem saying, so presumably, over there they were counted normally. But this thing was already taking place after the count of the first Kisisa. And Hashem says there that you can't count the Yid, when you want to know their number, Hashem says in the beginning of Kisisa, you, have to, you can't just count them, but you need to count their shekels. So how would they count it? Now, we also know that Rashi already brought down that there was three uh, kinds of funds there that they did from the half a shekels. And from one shekel they bought the Korbonis Tzibur, as she says, for every year. But that was brought by... by so the question, the question becomes, um, the counting, you know, that, that took... So by before, by over there, there was no Tzibur of, 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 of Machza Shekel. But over here, by this time, they were just counted. Oh, no, I was talking about the, the, the Korbonis that needed to be brought for the Korbonis Tzibur. So all the Korbonis Tzibur, the public Korbonis, they... Presumably, that that was to be brought from the new uh, new monies. Uh, at that first time, uh, the counting took place 
in between Yom Kippur and when the Mishkan was stood up. Uh, that's when it was counted. Ebishter told them, Kisisa, for the Karbonis. Apparently that year, they didn't need a new Machza Shekel for the Karbonis Tzibur for that year, because that was Ersh, they just got the Machza Shekel then for the Karbonis. They didn't have a whole year, so that was enough. They didn't need, again, a Machza Shekel for that. But still, for counting itself, they needed a Machza Shekel. So how did the counting take place? That would be like in the beginning of Bamidra, how did the counting take place? Uh, then, but we learned clearly when it came to the, the Levim, for example, over there they were counted over there Rashi says Al Hashem, that the way they were counted was Hashem told them, because Moshe Rabbeinu said am I going to go into everybody's uh, room and their house and count them? How am I going to know? So Hashem says, you do yours, you stay outside and I will tell them, Basco would go out. So that definitely wasn't the shekel, but that only applied to the babies. What happened to the rest of them, to the rest, to the rest of the Levim? How were they counted? Did they count it with a, with a half a shekel? Or not, it doesn't say. Um, same thing is with Ben by the Bechorim. How were they counted? Were they counted with a, with a half a shekel? It doesn't say. And then what did you do with the, with the, with the shekels? The Torah doesn't, uh, doesn't talk about that. Um, you know, and while we talk about numbers, it's just interesting to note is, um, that I just I just realized that the least of the shvatim in the when they count the, they all had uh, um, they all had like uh, the minimum was like thirty thousand something. It went up. Some had seventy thousand up till in their tribe. And some had thirty thousand. Now there's only one had thirty. I mean Menashe uh, Menashe and Ephraim. There was also there was a thirty thousand there, but Menashe and Ephraim were really part of one tribe, so that makes them a total of seventy thousand between Menashe and Ephraim. But the only there was one tribe over there that had only like thirty something thousand. Um, uh, that was the tribe of Binyamin. Binyamin had like thirty something, thirty thousand. But that was the least. But then it comes out that the Levim had even less than them because the Levim we said only had twenty two thousand three hundred. Not only did they have less than them, but they had. 22,300 so if the way people multiply I mean you have more younger people from older people than you have older people in a general way right? so if you have 22,000 so maybe half of them were from till 20, right? I mean that makes sense again I'm not sure exactly what the number is so that means there was only 11,000 Levim uh, above the age of 20 I mean I'm just saying a number over there so why is it that there was such a discrepancy between the Levis and the other ones? Especially when you take into consideration that the Levis weren't plagued, like it says, but after Kisisa there was a... Okay, there was Shlosh Salafim, 3,000 people died. But the Levis weren't part of that, of that plague. Uh, and still they had so few numbers, because in total from Ben Chazoch and Ben Chaydish, they had uh, only 22,300. Okay, that's an interesting uh, answer. So he said because they didn't have to work and that's why they didn't multiply. Because the Bnei Levi didn't have to work, that's why they didn't have to, they didn't, they didn't multiply so much. Okay, makes, makes sense, that's a good answer. Um, but I'm just pointing out, and also by Binyamin, we see that Binyamin had also 30,000. Now we spoke about it, you know, I think when we learned the Parshat, that Binyamin was the last one of the sons, but he wasn't so many years removed, it was just like a couple of years later, because by, we figured out, after leaving Lovin's house, it just took him like two years till he came 
until uh, his mother died when she gave birth to him, to Rachel died when she gave birth to him. So that wouldn't be such a difference. But on the other hand, we find in Rashi that Binyamin had ten children. Right? So we know that Binyamin, we know that he had ten children. Because it says that when Yosef, Yosef met Binyamin, he asked him what are the names of, of his children. He told Urim, Chupi, all the names. Uh, he named them all for his brother's Tzoros. You remember that Rashi? He says all the, all the problems that he had. So Binyamin had ten children. Yehuda, from what we know, had two children. Yes, Zarach and Paretz, you know, from the Tamar. Uh, these other children that he had, that Yehuda had from the Re'eyu Dulami that he married, uh, Bas Shua, from the daughter of Shua, they all died already. Okay? Uh, Shelo, he didn't, he didn't marry them. We don't learn anything else about Yehuda. Maybe there's certain things that are not recorded. Yehuda, who had two children only at that time, started from two, he had like 70. Uh, and Binyamin, who started with 10, we know of ten. What the pasuk says. I mean, there could be others. I mean, what Rashi brought down, and still he had only thirty thousand. So you see, the numbers didn't actually uh, didn't actually match up. And that's besides the thing that I uh, I mentioned that the 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 also the uh, relationship between the Mount of Bechorim of uh, the firstborn to the to the actual numbers is varies greatly between. The tribe of Levi, which we know that they had, according to that, they only had three hundred bechayim for they had three hundred for twenty-two thousand people, or for twenty-two three hundred they had three hundred bechayim. There were only three hundred firstborn of twenty-two thousand, and but we know by the, the Bnei Yisrael, you had um, uh, twenty-two thousand and two hundred and seventy-five bechayim, right next to a number of six hundred and three thousand. Those, the, the, that, that was the number. Also, uh, when just to talk about the different numbers, uh, it seems like there would be no reason when they went out of Mitzrayim, they had 600,000 over there, a proud 600,000, there was no reason not to count the tribe of Levi over there. Right? I mean, why would Levi not be counted? Mele, by even in Kisiso, the Parshish Kisiso, before Levi wasn't counted, because Levi didn't do the any Averis, right? So he wasn't Part of the counting of their Kisisa was after the Egel to know the Miyan Nisarim, to know uh, those who were plagued, but there was no plague, as Rashi says, Miyan Nisarim. There was no plague on the children of Levi. There was no plague because they didn't worship the Avedizara. So there, therefore, the numbers over there by Kisisa, as Nisar of Kudayim, even though it's, it's a little bit uh, strange that the Posik doesn't say their Befedish. Do not count the Bnei Levi. The Torah doesn't say that over there. The Torah just says Kisisa is Bnei Yisrael of Kadeim, the Nosni is Koyf Nafshi. Maybe it's understood because the Chaper al Nafshi Sayim, we understood that they're not counted over here, over there. By us, Rashi says that you don't include the Bnei Levi, and by us meaning in Pashto Midbar, Rashi says, don't include the Bnei Levi into the, together with the Bnei Yisrael, uh, because they need to be separate. Uh, now Rashi brought down in in, in Pasuk Memtes in Perak Aleph that you shouldn't count the Ahmat Levli Tukwe. Rashi says, Kidayu Ligyon Shomelech Lies Nimne Levade. It should be counted independently and only from Ben Chodesh Dabarachar. Chopa Kodesh Baruch Shasido Lamed Gizera Kolanim Ben Esher Omailo. Shemusu Bamadur Omar Ayu Eil Bechlal Lifishem Shali Shalito Begel. So, Lechaydev. 
both of these reasons of Ligin Kitayu, Ligin Shalmelech, uh, the legion of the king again at the time of Kisisa right after the uh, the Chet uh, I mean, when when did this swap I mean, the Torah tells us about the swap that Hashem is taking the Bnei Levi making them leave right this is all happening under Rishchei Deshir this all happened between Rishchei Deshir presumably the counting took place real quick by the 20th of year they already moved on they didn't uh, they didn't stay there by the 20th year. It says, So they moved on. So there was only 20 days left from the time that Hashem told them to count them. From the past, the psukim is mashma. That this was when Hashem chose them. This is when Hashem made the exchange. So, you know, now we're going to say that the Emerson, the Pashas Kisisa, already they weren't counted either. I mean, we see that, that Rashi says that it was the same number there and over here. So the ladies weren't counted over there either. And the ladies weren't counted at all over there after the eagle, uh, after the Cheta eagle. I mean, that, that was just a little bit before, I mean, in between, I guess, you know, right after Yom Kippur, uh, when David says Kisiso, uh, when he should count them. But, um, but uh, even though they weren't yet made the Ligion Shalmelech, it doesn't seem, or maybe they were already. And uh, Hashem did not want to count, he wanted to count them separately, but over there, we don't find that they counted them separately. They would just find the count for all the Bnei Yisrael. We find the six hundred thousand. What they did with the what did they do with with the counting with the half a shekels? They made it a uh, for the Adonim for the Mishkan. That's what we say the Kesef in Parshas Pekudah. Then it says Vayelo for Shvam Meyers. It comes out that the Levim actually didn't have a part in the, that structure of the Mishkan in the Adonim because they didn't they didn't participate. But you know the Torah is not is not at all clear over there in Kisisa that we're only talking about the Bnei Yisrael and we're not talking about the Levim over there. And over here, we, the, the Torah clarifies it, but these are to- totally, I mean, two separate counts. But we have to say that the Levim weren't counted them, and I'm not saying they weren't counted. Maybe they were counted also. The Torah doesn't mention it. Maybe they were counted. Uh, and if you know, if the, as Rashi says that they wish to counts them in the beginning because they're special, right? Wouldn't it make sense that the Levim should be counted all the time? I mean, even though, maybe um, maybe we don't have to tell them that they're special because we know that they're special only by the Yidin who did the sins, but again, in the first count that took place when they went out of Mitzrayim, over there, it does, there's no reason to separate the, the, the Levi. So also the Pasuk says it was like 600,000. Okay, well, 600,000, if there's 22,000 Levim, then now or a little bit the change is not such a big deal. So I guess I was saying that the first count there was no reason not to count the Bnei Levi at all. So they were all counted. So that six hundred thousand that it says Sheish Meiselif includes another twenty two thousand, give or take. That didn't make so much of a difference. But later on, the uh, it's because it says about. We don't know exactly. Uh, but now once we get to the number six hundred three over here. That is only the Bnei Yisroh, that's without the Bnei Levi. And um, the Bechlal, um, you had different, um, the different uh, parts of the, of the three Nadavas that they gave at the time. Um, so you had the, for the Adonim, and then you had for the Korbonis Tzibur for a whole year. And then you had what they gave, all what they gave. The, the other things they gave whatever they wanted for the regular, for the Mishkan, and the other ones they gave for the specifically half a shekel. Um, 
So, um, but it comes out that then we have to say that the Bnei Levi didn't have a part in it. I mean, these are all just all different, different things that you know with the numbers, uh, you know how to work them out and, and and see you know how each one worked by itself. Okay, but let's continue now in the parsha. So we're doing Nosei, which is a Perik Dalit Pasuk Chof Aleph, chapter four, verse twenty-one. By Daber Hashem El Moshe Leimer, and Hashem speaks to Moshe saying. Um, in the previous parsha, it was by Daber Hashem El Moshe Vel Arin, and also when uh, the right before, in, uh, and then also in in Pasuk Aleph and Perik Dalit, by Daber Hashem Moshe Vel Arin Leimer, by counting the Bnei Kohos, it's also Moshe and Arin. You know, I mentioned already many times that sometimes the Rashi said down that sometimes it says Moshe and Aaron. Uh, but even though Rashem just spoke to Moshe, the Moshe to speak to Aaron, but it says over here it doesn't say Aaron, it just says by Rashem Moshe Lamer. It's always interesting to know why uh, the change, you know, why uh, different times it's Moshe and Aaron, why these places were chosen as opposed to the other places. Pasik Chabbez. Nasai Esreish Bnei Gershim. That uh, count also the heads of Bnei Gershin, come him, them too, they also, just like I've told you, Rashi says, we already counted the Bnei Kos, the base of Yisrael, to their father's home, to their family, to the tribe. As Rosh Bnei Gershin, come him, Zotrashi, just as I have instructed you about the sons of Kos, leaders come to see how much there are who reach the age of service, those who can work in the Base Hamikdash to schlep the stuff. So also you should count the sons of Gershon too. Pasuk of Gimel me ben shleishim shana v'mayla again from thirty years and up ad ben chamishim shana until fifty. Tifkod oisam you shall count them. Kolabolitz v'itzava all those that come to uh, join the army the, or the workforce lave davide by elmoyed to do service to do work in the elmoyed. Again we talked about how was the counting done. That's another uh, another topic that we discussed before. But in any event, they were counted. The following, Pasuk of Dalet says, that the following is the service, is the work that the Gershuni did, to work and to carry. Pasuk of the Nosu, and they will carry, the curtains of the uh, Mishkan, uh, what are the reasons of Mishkan? What are the curtains of the Mishkan? We'll see. There's the different uh, levels of the coverings of the Mishkan. There is Mishkan. There's oil. So these Yiriyos have Mishkan. Those are the bottom ones. The Mishkan we see in Rashi. There's oil moyed, and the oil that was a covering over the, the over the cup. The reason is Rashi says it's called the Mishkan. We'll see in the Rashi. I mean, the Rashi is called Mishkan because you saw it inside. That was actually part of the Mishkan. Because the lowest uh, Yiriyas, they were made actually to be seen inside the Mishkan. That was made out of Tchelet, Argomon, Tlashon, Vishesh Moshe, it was all woven together as we learned. That was the first one. And that was the Ba'ad. That's called the Mishkan, because that actually rested. That actually was the one that was in the tent covered. You can see from the inside. Then you had this oil, Moyed. Oil, that's a covering. That's the covering for that. That was the goats uh, made. And then you had Michsehu. It's covering. Um, Rashi already said earlier that the coverings, the second two coverings that we're talking about, Mikhsehu, or Mikhsehu they didn't actually 
float over the sides of the Mishkan. They were just over the hollow area over the Mishkan. The first two coverings, the Yerisa Mishkan and the um, and the oil Moyer, the other ones, and the Yiris Izim, they covered the entire thing over the walls of the Mishkan too. As we learned before, you know, there were either 5-5 five, five, uh, panels, the bottom one was 5-5 five, five panels, and th- that were sewn 5 together and 5 together panels, and then you hooked them with the hooks. And then you had the top one, you also you had 5 and 6, and you hooked them with the hooks. And then when you put them over to the Mishkan, they always overlapped on all the three sides, I mean, outside of the front. Also in the front, there was like a tafak in the front that it overlapped, but everything else overlapped over the back of the of the Mishkan. But the Mikhseyu, the cover, those coverings only were on the top of the Mishkan. They didn't go over the sides. Now, whether Rashi brought down two opinions already in the Parsha, as Truma, Rashi brings down, whether there were two separate covers. Uh, because the Pasuk over there talks of Mikhsehu uh, of Oiris Eilim Odomim. There was one cover of was made of Eilim red that were dyed, uh, of rams that were dyed red. Then there was another one of Eiris Tchoshim, of the skin of the Tachash, of that special animal that came up just for that time, uh, with a colorful animal that was then. But uh, in our Pasik, it seems like it's two. We'll see that Rashi says it was either made out of both of them, like half of Melam Madamim and part of Tchoshim, or there were actually two separate covers, Rashi says now. In this Pasik, it says Michsehu. Its cover that seems to be the Irish Elim Adamim. Rashi is going to say. Then it says Umichseya Tachash Asher Alav Mil Milo, and the covering Tachash that was on top of it. Bes Masach Pesach Al Milo. Also the curtain of the Al Milo. Let's do the Rashi. As Yidis Ham Mishkan, the panels of the Mishkan. So Rashi Eser Tachtoines. Those are the ten bottom ones. So those are the five and the five that were collab- that were connected with the hooks. Then you had this Oil Moyed. Oyel Moye, those are the Yiris Izim. Those are the goats uh, uh, panels that were made of the goat skin. The first one, Rashi doesn't say, I don't know why Rashi sometimes chooses to say how many panels there were without saying what they were made out of. In the second Rashi, Oyel Moye, Rashi chooses to say there was Yiris Izim, but doesn't tell you the panels. The Yiris Izim were five and six, they were eleven panels. Uh, as the Pasha describes in Pasha's Truma, exactly the way we're done. So, they're made They're meant to tent uh, uh, over the Mishkan, over the bottom ones. So, the bottom was made of and this was made on top of it. That was my Sechoyshevel. So, this was uh, made, this was plain, this was Yuriyasism, was on top of that. Rashi already, I believe, brought down over there that you cover with something less expensive. Rashi teaches in, in, in Shmois that it's made of the Neitzah and he also says in Perichavah Poskut Beis, it says, uh, you put them on Yiriyas HaMishkon, Yiriyas HaOyel HaMel Yenah Shalizim Shekriyun Oyel. They're called an Oyel, it means a gag, it's a roof over They covered the Tachtoinus and they were also extra to cover the extra two Amas that were revealed by the Kroshim. They covered that also. Um, but in any event, um, um, so that's the Oiris Elim that's its cover. And the fact that Rashi leaves it open over here doesn't say anything about it seems like in this place Rashi wants to teach that this was a separate 
cover. I don't know. I mean, that's what almost it seems like. And then also Mosach Pesach the curtains. Actually, Vilan Hamizrochi. That was the front and the east and the entrance to the Mishkan. On the front there was a curtain, and that curtain um, was also the job of these uh, Bnei Gershon. That's in Pasuk Lamed Vav, Perich of Zion, Vosiso, Mosach, Lepesach, Oyel, Tchilas, Vagomev, Tlashoni, Yishesh, Mosach, Lemaisereke. Pasuk Chavav, Vaitev, Eizkalei, Achotzer, and the hangings of the Chotzer, Ves Mosach, Pesach, Shara, Chotzer, and also the uh, curtain of the entrance to the Shara, Chotzer, they were all mentioned at the end of Parshish Truma, about the Chotzer, the Kloim, and the Mosach, Shara, Chotzer, Asher, Allah, Mishkon, that was around the Mishkon, Vala, Mizbeach, and around the Mizbeach, because the Chotzer, the Mizbeach stood inside the courtyard over there, and the Mishkan was a structure there, so this Kaloim, they were over the Mishkan, the Mizbeach, Soviv. Then it says, Ve'eis Meisrehem, and their ropes, their strings. What kind of strings we're talking about over here? So Rashi said earlier, we'll see in a minute, Ve'eis Kol Aveidosom, and all the work, that's called Kle Aveidosom, and all the, uh, the work, the vessels that they need to work with, and all that uh, Yosulahem was given to them, as Rashi will say, they served. Everything that was given to them, to do, and they would work. These Meisreyem, uh, we already learned before, by the Bnei Kohos, in, in Posik, before in, in, in Peri Gimel, Posik Chavov, when the Torah gave a general outline what the job of the Gershuni was, in the Pasuk Chavav, it says there, Ve'es Meisorov. So, over there, Rashi Taich, that Meisorov means, Shalamishkan Ve'oyel, but not of the Chotzer, because over here, we find, in, in our parsha we find that the Meisorim were done by whom? By the Bnei Geshem, right? So, these Mesorim are what are talking about the Mesorim of the uh, of the Chotzer. So what are the Mesorim? The ropes are the ones that held down the curtains to the pegs. They were just ropes. I mean, it's a little bit surprising that we make such a big deal over here about these this, this strings, that we find it necessary to mention it in both cases, because before, I think in the Pasik specifically talks only with regards to the Chotzer, it talks about the, uh, by the construction, it talks about the Mesorim. The Rashi Posik test in Perik of Zion, in the end of Pasha Truma, Rashi talks about that the, uh, the Mesorim, Rashi, you say this, it says, Kiminagri Nechoshis, it was like pegs out of copper, Asuim Liriyas Oil Lekale Chotzer, to the recent Kale Chotzer, and they were Kishurim B'Mesorim, they were tied with strings all around, Bishipuleim uh, at the bottom, and the reason is they should lo yita ruach magibayosim, so the wind shouldn't raise them, so they had them tied down. Rashi says veini yedeya im tochuvim baaretz if those pegs were banged into the ground by the strings, or kishurim v'tluim v'koyv the magda, or it was hanging, it was just the weight of the mesorim that held them down. So Rashi says, but at the end Rashi said they were tochuvim baaretz, and that the name that's what they called yisaidis, their pegs. They're in the ground. But the Pasuk, interesting itself, in, the Torah doesn't mention over there, neither by the Chatzar, neither by the Mishkan, the Pashas Truma, there's no mention of the Mesorim, there's no mention of the strings. The first time we mentioned the strings, Periklamates, Pasuk Mem, 
the Pesach talks about there, it says, as Kale Achotzer, as Amodev, as Adonav, as Amosh Achotzer, as Meisorov. Now, in this case, Meisorov means what? This is talking about the Meisorim of the Chotzer, because we're talking specifically about the Chotzer. So here it talks about the Chotzer's Meisorim. Actually, in Perek Lamed Hei, in Pashat Vayakil, in Pesach Yudchaz, that's the first time over there it says, as Yisdeh is a Mishkan, as Yisdeh is a Chotzer, as Mesreim. Over there the Torah talks about Mesreim. But the point I'm trying to make is, in the parishes of Truma, when they were constructed, the Torah doesn't find it significant talking about the Mesreim. In the, uh, the Torah just mentions by later on when we talked about all the things that they made and they gave, it says, the mentions it in a general way, the Mishkan is a Chotzer. Again in Pashish Pekudei, we mentioned the Mesorov of the Chotzer. But over here, in Pashish by Midbar, when the Torah gives the general outline of the, by the, by the Mishpach of Kahos, over there we just said the Torah mentions in the guard. The Torah finds it important enough to mention this Mesorov that the Pasik talks about here is the same Mesorov that the Pasik talks earlier about the Bnei Gershom. But the thing is that later on, by the name Merori, in 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 um, in Pasuklamet Beis, by the name Merori, so there also says the Meisreim. So those Meisorim that the name Merori, those was the Meisorim from the Mishkan. This Meisreim over here, because it says Pesach Sharachotzer, the Es Meisreim. So this is the Meisorim of the uh, naturally of the Chotzer. The Bnei Merari will learn they carried the Kroshim, they took apart the Kroshim, so they carried from the Mishkan, right? The Mesorim. And, um, and those were the two Mesorim. But the Torah finds it important over here by the Bnei Gershon and Pashat Bamidbar, and the Torah gives a general outline what their job was. So the Torah talks about the Kale Achotzer, talks about the Mesorim. But when it talks about the Merori, so the Pasik says, by the name Merori, the Pasik says, Umeisreyem. And that talks about the Mesorim of the Mishkan. And that, that, that fits with exactly what was, what was here. No, I, I take that back over here. It, it, so the name Merori, the Gershon and the Merori over there, the Pasik, I mean the name Merori and the, uh, uh, the name Gershon, each one carried their own Mesorim. So the Mesorim over here is the, um, um, by the Bnei Gersh, by the Bnei Gershim, it's the Mesorim of the Chotzer, and by the Bnei Merori, it's the Mesorim of the Mishkan. But the only thing is, it's still surprising that in the in the Chomish over there, it's only hinted about the Mesorim uh, when the construction side of the Chotzer, side of the Mishkan. The Torah talks about the Yisaidus. Rashi brings down over there that they were connected by the Mesorim. But later on, we have the one Pasuk in Vayakhel, which mentions both Mesorim. And then one Pasuk in, in Pekudei, which talks about the Mesorim of the Chotzer. Alright, we'll go by turn. Rashi. What does it mean in the Pasuk? It says that the curtains of the Chotzer, that is Asher Al HaMishkan. They weren't on the Mishkan. Asher Al HaMishkan, These curtains and the curtain of the Chotzer, the hangings and the Mosch of the Chotzer, they were uh, they were screens 
Umaginim ala Mishka, they protected the Mishka by Mizbach Anachoshes, and on the copper Mizbeach, Saviv all around. That means they would, because the Mishkan was inside them, so that means Al HaMishkan means they were inside of them, they covered around them, they performed, they were like a, a surrounding wall around them. And that's what it means, Al HaMishkan Al HaMishkan Pesach of Zion. Now, in this case, they didn't carry any of the vessels, they just carried the cloim and things like that. But the Bnei Kos, it was a whole other part to it, that they had to pack them up, and they had to cover them up, and they had to put them into, into the special ways, because they had to carry the kalim over here. But these things, they don't say, they weren't covered. They just took them, they folded them up, and they took them as it is, it seems like. So, Be'ezkola Shariyaoselohem, Vavodu, and everything that is made for them. So, Ketrashi Kitargume, as the Targum Tarant says, Everything that is given over to them, that is to the sons of Gershim, was given over to them, that they should do their older job. I don't know, does this include something else? Is it trying to tell them uh, uh, a repeating of what they do before? Go by there. Pozich of Zion. Alpiari Nuvonov, the Tia Kolavedis Bnei so the sons, the Avedis Bnei Gershuni, the Levi of the Bnei Gershuni, those people from 30 to 50, they were under the uh, mouth of Aaron, you know, under the instruction of Aaron and his sons. Aaron was in the summer. The whole Masom told their loads, what they were carrying, the whole Avedos, all their service. Of Kadetom Aleyem Bimishmeres, is called Masom. You shall designate the entire burden as their uh, charge, meaning Cholmasom is their burden, is their charge, they're in charge, they're supposed to do, they're supposed to do that. So they're supposed to take charge of the whole burden, Cholmasom, everything that they load, that is going to be their charge, the charge of the Bnei Gershuni. Who is, I mean, uh, uh, that's, uh, uh, that's Arnovonov. They should, uh, uh, the, all the load that they have to carry, that was, the charge was given by Arnubonov. They were in charge over them. Now, Posikhovches, who specifically, it says by Arnubonov, Posikhovches, this was the work of the Mishkhon Negershuni, by Omoyed, Umishmartom, and their charge was beyond the summer ben Arna Koyin, was the summer the son of Arna Koyin. The previous work of the Kohosim was by El Azor ben Arna Koyin, this one was by his summer. Pasuk of Tess, Bnei Merori Mishpachayisim, Bnei Savayisim, Tilkei Doisim, should count the Bnei Merori to their families, should count them, by their, their father's family tribe, Lamed, Pasuk Lamed ben Shloishim Shonov, Amaylev ben Chamishim Shonov, from 30 years up until 50 years, Tilkei Doisim should count them, Kol Abola Atzovo, anyone who comes to the uh, army, to the work, to the workforce, Lavet Yisavet Yisavet to do service in the service of Yisavet. Pasuk Lamed Aleph, Vezoyis Mishmeres Masom, this is the uh, uh, the charge the of their load. I mean, this is what they're in charge over. Mishmeres means the guard, the charge over. This is their responsibility. L'chol all for all the work by El So they were in charge of Karshe HaMishkon, the boards, the planks of the Mishkon, Uvrichov, and the bars that held it together, Vamudov, its pillars. What are the pillars? The pillars, those are the self-standing pillars that was you hung the Mufarechis on, you hung the Mosach on the front, those were the pillars. Vardonov and also the sockets.
Um, so I guess this was already uh, going further. The coverings of the Mishkan and the curse of the Chatzir were holier. And this was the last, last level. That was the actual wood, the planks of the Mishkan. Uh, and also, Lamed Beis Amudei Chatzir Saviv and the pillars of the courtyard all around, which was the cloying were hung on them, right? Badneim and their sockets, those that were sitting in those sockets, you know, the Kroshim were in sockets, and the uh, Chotzer uh, uh, were in sockets, they were all in sockets. Um, those are the pegs that we mentioned before from Rashi, that were either, either in the ground or way down. But Rashi chooses to think that they were, uh, they were in the ground, they're called pegs, that we learned before. And their strings, here's a look about the strings of the, um, of the uh, that were connecting, as we mentioned before, they were connecting the Mishkan to the pegs of the Mishkan. The Chol Kleyem, and for all the uh, vessels and all the service, um, and you shall designate by name as Kli Mishmeres Masom the vessels that they are uh, supposed to carry, what is going to be their guard. I mean, exactly, call by name, these are the things that they are in charge. What is Rashi says? So Rashi talks about what we were talking about before, their pegs and their ropes. So Rashi Shalamudim of the pillars. So these were from the pillars. Sharei for the Yisaidis Umeisrei Hakloim, the pegs and the ropes for the curtains for the hangings of the Chotzer, and that was b'maseh b'negeshin hayu. That was in the load of the Negeshin, as we learned just a few, few psukim earlier, and also in Pashas Bamidbar, over there it says that they also carry the, the Meisorim. And Rashi says, And there were pegs and ropes, for the, uh, for the curtains, and for the hangings. Yiriyas were what? Those for the Mishkan. Those were the Yiriyas. So he said they both had Yisaitis Mesorim, as we quoted before from the Rashi in Pasukutas also, that they both had uh, Yisaitis Mesorim, Sai the Yiriyas, Sai the Yiriyas, meaning that was the Mishkan Yiriyas, Sai the Kloim, Sai the curtains, the curtains, the hangings on the Chatzar, Milamato, on the bottom, Shaloi Tagbim Haruach, so that the wind doesn't raise them. The Rashi is right, the Yisaitis Mesorim, and there was also the pillars, those independence pillars that you hung the Parechas on and that you hung the Masach Sharachotzer. You had those those pillars that we learned in in Pashas Truma. Uh, they had Saviv, they had pegs and ropes for the pillars all around. Litlois Bahem Hakloim Bisvasim Halyoyna. From which to hang the hangings from their upper edge. Viklunor uh, sois vikun tosim, and they had poles and ra- rods. K'meshnu melechas hamishkan, as we learned in the brayso melechas hamishkan. So there were an additional 
Yisaitis and Mesorim for the board, that was around and around. They had rope and hooks in which they would hang those. I guess there was the. Um, before we learned the Vaveha Amudim, that they had like hooks that they would go up over there. But here's Rashi saying, the Yisaitis Umesorim, Oilamudim Savim, Litlois Bahem Hakloim. They would hang the Kloim on the. Uh, on the Svasim Al Yoyna, on the upper lip. On the upper edge, um, they would hang there. I don't know exactly how this worked. But Rashim said this was on the top, and that was on the bottom. I mean, before I knew they hung the, the we learned in the Rashis before, and the to go back and take a look again. But this is something new. The Sadus may Mesodim also on the top. But this explains what it says. Vamude achotzer saviv. Vadneim, v'yisidosim u'meisreim v'chokeleim. Rashi learns the yisidosim meisorim are also for the top of these amudim, um, and this would follow, I guess, the pasuk Lamad Aleph, where the pasuk says Karsha Mishkon u'brichov, and then it says v'amudov v'adonov. So the and the amudim also it applied these. Uh, Mesorim and the and the Yisaitis. Pasuk Lamed Gimel. Zoyis Avodas Mishpachas Bnei Merori. This was the work of the Merori family. Chol Avodasim Boil Moed for all the work in the Moed. Biad Yisomer Ben Anakoyin. This was also in the hands of Yisomer Ben Anakoyin. Pasuk Lamed Dalat. Vayifkod Moshe VeAaron. Unesia Oedo. And Moshe and Aaron and the leaders of the community counted as Bnei Akahosi. To their family members and to their by their by their fathers. So now the pasuk says they counted. Here the Torah gives gives Moshe and Aaron the The previous counts were what we had the count of the each of these families. We had the count in Pashas by Midbar. And that came out to 22,300, 22,300, that was all the Levim from all these three families, and we broke them up by families. But now, they were told to count them by Shloishim Shona Vamailo, from 30 and Chetat Chamishim Shona. Actually, when we first learned about Hashem's instruction to count, Posik starts with Vedabar Hashem Moshe Velar Nalemer, Nosoi. Nosoi is a Loshin Yochi to Moshe Rabbeinu. That he should count as Reish Bnei Kohos. So we start over there with him counting the Bnei Kohos. Um, then we again have Hashem speak to Moshe Aaron, but then Pashas Nosa begins just with Hashem saying to Moshe, but that Hashem and Moshe. And again, Hashem just tells him, not soy, as Reish Bnei Gershom. Hashem just tells him to count Bnei Gershom. Um, there is no separate Dibur of Hashem to count the Bnei Merori. It just says Bnei Merori, and then it doesn't say again to count. But here, um, the Pasik says, who counted? When the Pasik says, it says Moshe together with Aaron, that Aaron also counted. Um, that Aaron counted. It also it says, Nesiyah The Nesiyah those were the uh, other leaders of the, of the community. That must be the 12 Nesim, that they were counted, Bichal, that counted all the Yidn. So now we're bringing in the Nesiyah Eidah. Also, they counted 
and the person is going to sell B'nai Akahosi, the Mishpachos of Yisavad, they counted the number, the Torah is going to tell us the numbers. Even though, before we started telling you, count them, and what they're going to serve. So, first the Torah says, count all the Levim. Right? For Ben Chodesh. The Torah gave a very, after the Torah says, count by each one, the Torah says, Gershon, what they would be doing, the Torah gives a very short Pasuk, what they would be doing later on. The Torah says, count cost, the Torah tells you the number, what they would be doing. The Torah tells you, count the Marori, what they're going to be doing, one Pasuk. Without. Then the Torah tells you the number came to 22,000, and they had to exchange one, 2,300, they had to exchange it for the Bechayim. Then the Torah tells you, count the Bnei Kosi from 30 to 50 now, to know who can work. The Torah doesn't give you the number. Then the Torah goes specifically in what the Bnei Kos will do. Then the Torah says, count also the uh, Bnei Gershim, then Bnei Merori. And the Torah goes through specifically what they would do. But the Torah hasn't yet given you the numbers of each one. How much Kosim there was, how much. Now the Torah is telling you how much they were. But before, as I pointed out, the Torah, and here in passage, also the Torah just says to Moshe that he should count. Even by the cross it says the two of them should count. But here it says, uh, Also, in the previous uh, Pasha, in Pasuk Lametes, Pei Gimel, it says, that Moshe and Aaron counted. So uh, Rashi says over there that the word Aaron has dots on it. And uh, now we didn't know exactly what the minyan alavim means that he wasn't really counting the levim, even though it says counting. Does that apply to here too? The minion of the cause, or he wasn't there? Did he count over here? There's no dots over here. So are we to learn from there that he didn't really count, or did they count later? Or here the pasuk says he counted. Over there there was also a pshat minyan alavim Rashi Sisachom and brought down. That from the Gemara Bukhiris, that he actually didn't wasn't part of the Minyan Halavim. Uh, it would apply here too by the Bnei Kos because I Moshe and Aaron they were all Bnei Kos they were children of Amram who was in the family of Kos. But over here it doesn't say anything, so I don't know exactly what went on over here. But in any event, here it says that Moshe and Aaron in the Sea Ada counted Bnei Kos and Shmuchaisim and Beis They counted to the families. Pasuk Hey. The Ben Shloishim Shana v'Mayel about Ben Chamishim Shana, count of thirty to fifty. Kol Abol Atzava v'Aveda Ba'Yel Moed. All who come to the army to serve the Moed. Pasuk Lamedvav v'Yub Kudeim l'Mishpachaisom. So how many were counted from thirty to fifty? Al Payim Shva Me'Yis v'Chamishim. That's two thousand seven hundred and fifty. The Torah said there were eight thousand six hundred in Pasuk Chavches in Peregimel. The Torah says it was eight thousand six hundred. Males from one month and up. Right? Out of that number, out of that number, you had 2,750 that were from 30 to 50. So that is about, what percentage is that? So in a 20 year span, from 30 to 50, there was 27, uh, 20, 2,000, I'm sorry, 2,700 out of 8,600. 
Okay, so um, if you deducted 2,700 uh, from 8,600, uh, huh? 8, you have 5,900. So there was roughly 6,000 um, um, uh, members from Chodesh Vamayla from one month till 30 and 50 and up. There was roughly 6,000 in those families. And roughly 3,000, 2,700 were from 30 to 50. That's kind of a significant number between 30 and 50. Pasuklamet Zayin. These are the numbers of the Kasi family. All those that work the Elmoid. Again, Moshe Varin. It doesn't say the Sea Israel here. It just says Moshe Varin. Alpi Hashem. By the directive of Hashem. Rashi, earlier Rashi says Alpi Hashem. Rashi says that he'd go into the. Hashem counted it. Rashi made a note in Pashish Bamidbar. It says, Moshe, Hashem. And Rashi says, Why is it Hashem? Because how is he going to know the baby? So, but here there's no comment over here. Here's a Hashem, he's the instruction of Hashem. In the hands of Moshe.